At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. So tell me, can Better up, better up, better up. Chats with Cats podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another episode. You're here with Rick. That's myself. Dan. Dan the man. Always wearing black. And Mark. Always in the same clothes. Thank you. Welcome back. Hey, I found out something this week. What? It's going to ruin the rest of your podcast. Probably your night. And everyone at home too. Okay. You can always see your nose, but your brain tells you not to. Uh, no. Yeah, see? See, now you can see it. I can't see it. I can still. I can see mine. Mine's got, very big, though. But a fucking huge nose. Yeah, big nose. <laughs> but it's... This is Rick's way of telling us that he's got a better nose. Like it's I don't believe big, you. I reckon you can still see it. out as much. Your eyes are pretty close together, too. So there's... <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you can't see your nose. <laughs> what the fuck? I can see my nose right now. Yeah, you got slightly wider eyes. Yeah, this whole time I've been able to see my nose. I haven't got beady eyes. What are you talking about? I didn't say beady. I said they were closer together than his. No, you told me before he got here they were beady. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see your nose? Look at it. Everyone at home now is looking at their fucking nose. Well, if I look to their side, I can definitely see it. You can see your nose every single second of yeah. every single minute of our and your of brain, life. God, your brain I can gets see it all yeah. the time. And your brain <laughs> goes, I don't like seeing this, and it blocks it out. And then normal life, you don't see it. You've, you've ruined everyone's life. Yeah. So the whole podcast, we're going to be doing the podcast all cross-eyed. And- wow. Should we start again? That's terrible. I just need some time to <laughs> sit and not think about that for a while. Two hundred dollars some water, a good night's sleep, and we go again next week. Thanks. Brocker, Is it making juice. you feel awkward? Pretty much. Actually, um, let me tell you something that I I can't concentrate now. I'm all just thinking about my nose. Now, there's something that was grinding me before that. Now, I've got two things that are really pissing me off, and one of them is my nose. Yeah. But What's the other one? one, have you ever had a significant other or a friend, and let me wind it back slightly, what are you guys like with money? Are you good with money? I'm amazing with money. I used to be amazing when I worked a normal job. I would be 
the ultimate tight ass, like saving nonstop, very, very careful, and now just not at all, non-existent. Why? What changed? Uh, I think the way that I earn my money versus how I used to earn it and how much I was making an hour because I was up at Woolies, you know, getting minimal money and because I was working like long hours in a fucking bakery of all places, I was very careful about how I spent my money. Now, not so much. Very interesting. Thank you. So, um, without naming any names, um, not going to name names. But you will. No, not going to say it. Some people think that saving money is just buying things when they're on special. How do you feel about that? No, saving money is when you get paid, putting an amount aside, right? And then whatever you decide is expendable for the rest of the week can go on whatever. That can go on the sale items. There is no, you don't spend money to make money unless you're in business. Hypothetically, if Alison said to you, oh, hey, Dan, took some money out of savings and I bought this because it was on special, I actually saved money. What would you say? I would say, why the hell is our money combined? We don't do that. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just run well, with it. Doesn't it depend on if you usually buy that item or not? Nah. Oh, if, if you're normally buying that well, item. What's the item? Let's go into this a bit deeper. Okay. The item could be anything. But my point Hot cross here, buns? Yep. Yum. <laughs> my point here is, it's like a new age mentality that if I buy something when it's on sale, I'm actually saving money. The problem with it is, shit that you buy goes on fucking sale in a cycle, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So yep. I see deodorant cans on sale half price, $3.75 a can. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy So it, you buy, buy a couple, sorry. that's fine. Yep. But people that use sales for clothes or, you know, nice to have items, not necessarily need items. Are you saying like a bread making machine that... You would use maybe once a month. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Just stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was on sale, so I bought it, and technically then I saved money. You didn't fucking save money. You Mm -hmm. spent money. Mm -hmm. Put the money away and stop buying shit that you don't need because you saw some fucking marketing on Instagram and said that you need that thing. I think, to be honest, with what I said earlier about allocating money, there is only one reason, only one reason, if you were to break that, and it would be if there was something that was going to benefit your life, let's say day-to-day life yep. that you saw on special that hadn't been on special for a while, that's when you break that and you go... Like, it's a, to- like a toasty maker. Yeah, very shit example. But, yeah, that's exactly right. Something that- yeah, thanks. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't want to insult him too much. I love my toasties. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the only time you break that. You go, it's finally on special. Let's save on it now. And then the next week, you then change the amount of money you put aside yeah. from what you've done. I still don't like it. Everything goes on sale. Even like Apple products go on sale these days. So one day, Mark, you'll actually be able to buy a phone that has more than one gigabyte memory. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't wait for that moment. Do you imagine if we walked into an elevator and had this conversation, how would everyone else feel? Oh, the elevators are the worst place in the world. Worst. I, I reckon I was on about 25 elevator rides in Queensland and every single one, only one other pe- person... Struck up a conversation in there. Everyone else holds their breath, looks at the floor, like everyone tries to get on their phone and they're not even looking at anything. They're just scrolling for scrolling because they're like, uh, everyone's There's so, no reception in an elevator anyway. Everyone is so <laughs> awkward. On, what, is, what is it with uh, elevators? I what? think, you know, when you get in there, I mean, are you dealing with 
a bunch of introverts or extroverts? Well, you'd have to you'd have I mean, to think that at any, some stage it's any 50, introvert 50. is just completely locked off, shut down on their phone, like not even a fake conversation. Yeah, nothing. sometimes you get the fake conversation. Someone in the corner will be like, you know, sparking up a conversation, but they know that everyone's listening in. Yeah, you can't say anything at all that's going to be. Anything interesting at all because you know that every person in there is listening in yeah. and they're people you and don't they know, can't you don't not know. listen in. Yeah. yeah, and especially if there's like no elevator music, which I don't think there is anymore. No, I can't remember the last elevator I got in and it had music. No, it's not a thing. It's gone. We did the uh, the elevator farts video years ago. So you go into the elevator, you have like the the fart thing. Yeah, I mean that was a thing because of that very reason. Yeah, like the most awkward place imaginable. And how were the reactions? Everyone just didn't oh, know what to do. People were disgusted. Like, and one person I think said, "Oh, he's like, oh, turbo." <laughs> when one of us, that's that was a very random comment, but I loved it. Turbo, yeah, oh, turbo. <laughs> that was my favorite. Oh man, elevator music. Mm. It was always shit. Imagine if it was like a cool song, like. Do, 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 hey, why don't they have the radio back, back door? door? Oh, it's no Black Betty. There's no. There's, there should be radio stations playing. Why? Why not? It's simple. It doesn't ever stay the same. It's nice and re- well, not relaxing, but it's just it's hip. It's up there. It's a little hip. I don't know. You get in a little box with all these people that you don't know. You're smelling and breathing their air. Why would you want to put more air in there? Why is it? What do you mean more air in there? In the in the elevator. The more you talk, the more bloody breath you're bloody putting out into the atmosphere. Dan, the man has a point. What? The point is to shut up and just stay quiet. Yeah, I'm all for it. But why does everyone get all awkward? Like people don't know how to stand in silence. It's very like it's hard for people that aren't <laughs> watching this to see my face. Because facial. the elevator is all mirrored glass and stuff as well, so you can see everyone. You're like, yeah. oh fucking, uh, look at this. That's probably what makes it even worse. Oh yuck. Yeah, and then especially if someone smells and they get on there, that's even worse. Is it impolite to tell someone that they smell? Yes. But, but you should be able to. You should be able to. Yeah, but why? You should be able to tell them that they, they smell. Why can't you say to them, excuse me, sir, you stink? What, where does it go from there? Oh, do I? What What do I smell of? You can't um, just say. Extreme BO. That, that ends up in a fight, Daniel. <laughs> that's a punch up. But then again, if you go, oh, hey, I noticed when you walked in, your breath was quite bad. Oh, Really? Oh, I might go get it looked at. You've, I might go get it looked at. Can you look at my breath? Yeah, I'm booked in for a service at three o'clock. <laughs> Can you stare at my breath for like five seconds? You know what I mean. Tell me they, what's wrong. They might go to the dentist. He goes, "Oh, that's the problem. That's what's causing the bad breath." And you've saved him three years of embarrassment before the fact someone that you else didn't did. Brush your teeth for I like think, three weeks. I think this chat has started something. Every time you're in an elevator, we just need to, as a community, the human population. Strike up conversation. Talk to everyone. Everyone just needs to be engaged and talking, and then that way that'll solve all, all our issues. It's great in theory, but no one can fucking do it. Correct. At all. And it's sad. What is the general conversation in the elevator? Uh, yeah. um, I don't know. What's your sex? There count? isn't. There have isn't. You, have you murdered any, anyone in the past few years? <laughs> Anything? I'm not talking to either of you in an elevator. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. You won't be talking to me. There's no way. A fight. Anything. Oh, shit. Fucking hell. Well, talking about shit, what would you do if, say you're at, I don't know, new girlfriend's house, just going for your first visit, 
and oh. you got a bad tummy. And you think, oh, bloody hell, I need to go to the toilet quickly. And you go and take a massive dump. Oh, my God. Well, that's embarrassing I've, on I've the first this. date, isn't it? It's not just a first date. If you're at anyone's house and that happens and you're on the toilet and you know that something bad is about to happen, and by bad I mean smelly, stinky, big pile of shit. Do you know what saves you at someone's house? When they have an exhaust fan in their toilet or their bathroom, it muffles out enough of the... Dan, Dan, you you cut off my strategy. Oh, what's your strategy? Sorry. When you're on the toilet and you know that you're about to do something really, really offensive, Mm. something that is going to rewrite history, right? (laughs) You are on that toilet and as it's falling out, you're hitting the button already. So to cut off the smell, to cut off any chance that anyone within the household or maybe, I don't know, a a proximity of 50 metres, you are pushing that button as it falls out. Wow. So as it's falling out, it's already it's already down. There's no chance for it to start smelling. So the lingering air the is linger- cut. I've got a problem with the physics of that. All right. How many fucking times are you flushing the toilet during your sit? Yeah, you're uh, going to no, sound no, like- no, 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 no. You're not pushing hard enough. When you're, sitting- <laughs> when, you, when you're sitting on the toilet, as you're getting it all out, it's like, I mean... Have you got a lot of hemorrhoids? It's like a five-second process of it's so all you, falling what, out. You've got a one-push rule. No, I mean I'm, <gasps> I'm pushing it. two or three times, but like the flush goes for six or seven seconds. Oh my! I mean, God. how much crap are you guys dealing with here? Well, not as much lot. crap as you. No, I'd say less crap by what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what happens if okay, you get away with that? You do this big long poo, right? nice and neat. It buries itself in the water. You send it on its merry way. Correct. All right. It's four runs. Four runs, you're out. Four runs. Now, what happens if you leave a massive skid mark and there's no toilet brush? That's an embarrassing thing because she uh, or he or whoever it is that whose house you're at, especially if you're drinking, they're going to go in there in a very short time and they're going to see that you fucking – Put your shit signature all over the toilet bowl. I think the problem is shit signature. I think the problem is you need to stop doing fucking reverse kangas at everyone's house. You know, you know what happens regardless of how you shit. How do people shit under the seat? Have you seen that in public yeah. toilets and on the seat? Yeah, that's fucking weird. It's weird. Do you this know is, this, this brings is, this me up a whole new sneaky point. poo. Remember sneaky yeah. poo? Yeah, sneaky poo. Fucking hell. Do you know there's some people that have weird rules around poo. Mark's got one that you flush while you're pushing a fucking log. Out. Only That's if you care strange. about the people at the house you're shitting at. If yeah. you're at your own house, just fucking sit there. Let it linger for 10 minutes. I don't give a fuck. But if you're at someone else's house, you're pushing it as it comes out. But yeah. Moving on. We used to have a friend who had a three-wipe rule. So it doesn't matter how big the poo was, what whether it was hard or runny. Their own ass. They would only ever wipe their ass three times. So... My question is, are you the type of person that wipes until your paper comes out completely clean? I'm, I'm all, I'll almost use the whole roll to make sure it's clean. There's no I, stopping. You if, get the buff out and just go... Yeah, there's no way. I'm, I'm standing up and walking out of that cubicle, that room, that toilet, with a minuscule piece of shit still... Here's the thing, right? No My way. doctor, he said to me, you're an overthinker. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I probably am. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, how many times do you wipe your ass after taking a shit? I'm like, that's a very weird cre- question, but let's roll with it. He loves your poo, doesn't yeah, yeah. he? No, oh, this, is the, no this, this is the other doctor. <laughs> so they're just very weird. I'm like, I wipe it until it's all completely clean. 
And he's like, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, how is that relevant to me being a cautious overthinker? He's like, it just is. And for the viewers listening, maybe that applies to you. If you're an overthinker, apparently you're more likely to wipe your ass more until you know for sure it's clean. Wow. And, and just remember, that's not coming from me. That's coming from a doctor who obviously knows what he's talking about. The so, weirdest thing about this whole fact. conversation is, why the hell is Mark talking about pooed with psychiatrist? No, psychologist. Same thing. Yeah, he said that I was an overthinker, and then he asked me that random question. Yeah. And apparently that was related to... That. Well, what, what's that mean for people that don't wipe you excessively? Don't, you don't have a brain. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, if you're walking around with fucking half a log hanging out your ass, yeah, that's bad. You're going to stink. Like, let's talk about the people that on the other end, on the other end of the scale, the yeah. ones that just one wipe. Oh, that'll do. Like that's the disgusting, despicable people. So we asked this bloke who had the three three wipe rule. Yeah, said, mate. Every now and then you get the crayon poo where you wipe and it's like it's just drawing a fresh line on the paper. Mm-hmm. Every time. What do you do then? It's like, no, nah, three wipes. Always three wipes. Fucking have a shower. And asking the guy, how do you justify that? And he said, mate, my butt cheeks are big enough that my bum hole's down here, my butt cheeks clap over it. He says, it's never going to get anywhere. It doesn't matter. Three wipes, quick, easy, and I'm out of there. No, nah, don't like it. No, nah. I don't like it either. That's, it's not my rule. That yeah. must be hard, Don't though. judge me. If you're a... If you're a... How do I... If you're a fat person, sorry, I couldn't think of a word, it would be extremely hard, wouldn't it, to sort of mm. completely erase all of the feces inside that area. I mean, yeah. for, for me, you, Rick, whatever, like, there's a choice. Just keep wiping till it's gone. There's a lot of people out there, like, they have no choice. Mm. Like, they need to get the car chair. Five, out. six, seven cleaner. wipes. <laughs> yeah, like, just have a shower. Hang on, can I ask you a question? Something that I've done... And I think your three white mate would hate this. If if I'm really concerned about a crayon poo, which just keeps going, I'll lean forward and put a little bit of toilet paper under the tap and get it real clean. Almost yeah. like a wet wipe. Yeah. You done that? I mean, I don't like to admit it, but yeah, sure. Yeah, see? I reckon a lot of people out there do it too. If you don't have a, a wet wipe or something. You can see it in his eyes. He wants to admit it. Nah, never done it. Never? Yeah. You've never wet a bit of toilet paper? Nah. To properly clean your ass. Do you know why they invented the wet wipe? For that very reason. Oh, okay. I you thought pre- it was for babies. You pretty much have a wet wipe if you wet the toilet paper. Well. Rick, come clean, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about things that are quick and efficient. Yeah. Five seconds of something. All right. I'm excited this week. I feel like... This is a mark three out of three. No. Hang on. No, no, no. You can't just say that. It depends what order it goes in. Well, you just need to give me three correct answers in five seconds. Okay. Do that. All right, here we go. Name three things a woman puts on their face while doing their makeup. Uh, Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. Foundation blush mascara. Oh. Oh. For Mark. (laughs) No. But yes, well done. You're welcome. I thought you'd get that. I'm... I misread the question. You didn't read it at all. No, like, what does a woman do in preparation for putting on her makeup to put on her face? Oh, okay. So you went a step earlier. Yeah, like, oh, God. Oh, well, there's always next time. Uh, Rick, name three bones in the human body. Humerus, tibia, fibula. Oh, well done. Fuck me. Oh, 
I should have gone second. I know that. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. You're going to hate this one. Name Phalanges. Sorry, I had to get that one in. Name three species of shark. Patella. No. Um, uh, great white, uh, hammerhead, and... Oh, oh sorry, mate. You always got to be the joker, don't what you? What do you mean, hate that? I fucking love sharks. No, I thought you were going to get it. Oh. Rick, name three fish, starting with the letter M. Mollusk. And a manta ray. Nah. Mollusk. Nah. Sorry, mate. Fire nah, You could have gone mullet, marlin. Um, there's another couple. I can't think now. Anyway, good chat, guys. All right. Name three things that can hurt you in the ocean. Uh, coral reef, puffer fish, and a shark. Oh, well done. All right, Mark. No, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh. Three, no, none to him, two to me. You, oh. you you fly through them these days, man. Well, you won't want me to take it longer. Well, give us a little bit more time. Oh, nah. We're moving on. We're moving on fast. Mark, if this was your job to do five seconds of something, mm. I reckon you should probably quit it. All right. At least, at least I respect his answers and give him encouragement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you t- you're really shooting him down. Nah, well, I don't know. Everyone's had a job that they've quit in a day or just... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've I've been there. Have you have you guys had a shit job or something that... I, um, I actually applied for a place once and it was the shadiest interview I've ever had in my life. I drove into town, found this car park that was... Even the car park felt shady and I, I ended up going into this office, which actually was quite nice, and I sat down and... You know how in an interview you're meant to sell yourself to the person? Oh, I reckon I know what this will be. Yeah, yeah. Straight away, the guy was like, looking at your resume, mate, you're already like, yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy we want. I'm like, hang on a second. Like, usually, nah, this is too easy. Way too was easy. A, can I ask a question? Yeah. Was, was this on Flinders Street by any chance? It, I think it might have been. Was it casual leasing? Was it a job where you go in the supermarkets and stop people? And It was, yeah. My story is the same story. Is it the same story? Oh, my God. And it's the worst. They're like, oh, look, no, no, what can happen is you can do this and you can do this, and they sell you everything. Hang on, hang on. What's the job? Okay, basically what happens is you go there to do an interview, but you just get the job. You don't even have to be good at anything. All you have to do is go, all right, yeah, I'm interested. Eyes, ears, mouth, nose. Mm, Yeah, he's wearing clothes. All right, you got the job. So you're a human being and you're breathing. You're you're prepared to turn up every day. Did you say prepared to turn up? Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they take you out to a spot. Now, I got taken to, um, oh, it wasn't West Lakes. It was... uh, I got taken to Arndale. Yeah, I think I got taken to somewhere like Arndale. And they sit you down and they get you to fill out some paperwork. And I'm still like going like, what is this job? Like, I don't know what it is. And then all of a sudden, after you fill out this paperwork, they take you over to the middle of the mall and you stand there and they're like, just watch me for the next 10, 15 minutes. And it's just watching some guy stop people get shut down again and again and again to try and sell. What was yours that you had to sell? Uh, it was like um, the kids, you know, the things for the kids. Um, like for, Not 40 out of famine. No, the world children. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fucking yeah. Thing. So like, yeah, famine subscriptions, yeah. that sort of stuff. And. Anyway, he goes, see how easy it is, mate? Like, I got her, like, halfway there. She was sort of keen. I just went, I'm going home. See ya. Bye. <laughs> and I just left. I was like, fuck, you wasted my fucking whole day. In a job like that, how many times do they 
actually expect you to be able to stop someone? Like, uh, if you get 100 people, what's the strike rate that they're expecting? Like, I, two I, out of 100? Yeah, you'd have to think it'd be low. And the good ones would be five out of 100 or six out of 100. But yeah, it's the, crazy. And the, well, so I remember the name of the guy who interviewed me as well. The reason I remember it is because his name was Angel. Oh, that was yuck. his name. Angel. Is it? Oh, wait, that's a red flag. That is a massive red Hello, flag. Hello, my name's Angel. That's pretty much saying, all right, I'm going to move on and try and find work elsewhere. <laughs> Your name's Angel. I'm sorry, Angel, but no. Have you ever had a job like that? I've had a job where I majorly fucked up on the first day. It was really bad. Hang on. This isn't the Woolworths one blowing the, the sky. No, 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 no. This wasn't the, the Woolworths one. This was a job delivering car parts from Adelaide to... The Riverland, and this was. Oh, he's told me no, this. This was horrible. This oh, I felt so dumb. Um, this is the all-time major fuck up for the first day on a job. All right, let me tell you. Right, go for it. So I'm delivering car parts from Adelaide to the Riverland. Right, one of my good mates, he was on this job and he quit. He didn't quit. He had something else come up. So he's like, Mark, you're taking my job. I'm like, that's fine. Chill. Cash in hand job, right? So first day I went there, rocked up, and he said, all you have to do, and this is the whole job, you're driving from where you are right now to the Riverland and you have to get there by 9am. So it was like a rock up 6am, get there by 9am, three-hour drive, everything's fine. He's like, okay, so what I need you to do is take this card. Now this card is the work card and it's going to get you free fuel so when you drive past this caltex or some servo you stop there and you're going to stop there and you're going to pay for the petrol on this card sorry 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 rewind it was gas it was gas it wasn't petrol so he obviously had this thing like um like a deal where I would get free gas at this place. So stop there. Don't go anywhere else because this is where you're going to get your free gas. So he's like, it's going to be on this road, on the corner of here. Don't miss it. So I'm driving there and I, I'm driving this Ford and I notice that, you know, the the gas light is sort of like it's down low and I'm like, all right, I really need this place to come up. Anyway, driving half an hour in. No sign of this Caltex or whatever. I'm like, I'm starting to get a bit worried now. Like, do I stop at a regular servo and just pay on my card and just tell him later on and get reimbursed? Mm. I'm like, no, I'll keep driving because I, 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 I'm pretty sure that I'm going to see this Caltex. Anyway, keep driving, doesn't come up. Keep driving again, doesn't come up. And I go past this BP and I'm like, this is, I reckon this is my last opportunity to stop fill up out of my own money, get reimbursed, everything will be sweet, or I drive on and just hope that the one that he's mentioned bobs up. I decide not to stop. Oh, you dickhead. Oh. Okay, now let me let me tell you why I didn't stop. I'm driving a Ford. Now, if you drive a Ford, there's a range. It's a number that pops up and it's the distance that your car will go before it it stops. So from empty But here's to- the problem. All right. I I was driving a Ford at the time that ran on petrol. This was a Ford that ran on gas. So an 80 kilometer range on a Ford that ran on gas is going to be completely different to one that runs on petrol, which I found out. So I just 
remember driving past this BP and the range went from 80 to 60 in about one kilometre. 60 to 40, 40 to 20, and 20 to, oh. to shaking. Now, you know that horrible feeling you get when your heart sinks, that warm, fuzzy feeling. Well, I, I wouldn't that. call it warm. It's very young. It's a warm, disgusting feeling. Anyway, <laughs> That's anxiety. Oh, it, no, it's, it was anxiety times 100. I was absolutely horrified to find this car was shaking and stopping. I pull on over. The car is done. It's a, remember, it's gas. It's not petrol, right? I'm thinking, first day on the job, how can I get out of this? So I call up my girlfriend at the time, her dad, who knew a bit about everything, and I said, this is a situation, how can I get out of it? He's like, can you get someone there and get them to fill up your tank with petrol? I'm like, it's gas. He's like, you're fucked. (laughs) I had to hang up and call the boss on the first day and tell him, hello, this is Mark. The guy that you just employed like 24 hours earlier. The car has run out of gas. I missed the servo that you told me to get to. What the fuck do I do? And he's like, oh, mate. <laughs> I had to get a guy to come in, tow the fucking car from where I was to the closest servo, which was about 40 k's. Oh. So he came. We got the fucking car towed. I'm there sitting in the front seat like, you're just a fucking idiot, mate, like to myself. We get the car off, we fill it up with gas, off I drive, ended up being about three or four hours late. That was my first day at work and sure enough, three days later, I was like, because I was um, working in healthcare, I'm like, I've got this job at Ashford Hospital, um, I'm, I want to work there but... If ever you need me to work for you, <laughs> just let me know. And he's like, sure, mate, no worries. Sure enough, you never, never heard from him. <laughs> he, he probably received that, that call going, this is the best thing ever. You're telling me that you can no longer work for me and if you ever need work, just let me know. He's like, I didn't even have to fire you. <laughs> but and like, he, would have, he would have been like, so Anyway, Anyway, so um, my friends gave me a nickname a few days later when I told them, I couldn't believe it. Like, called me the gas man. Oh, so I, I, I had oh, the nickname. That's still your nickname? No, it's not, but you guys can call me that if you want. No, I had the nickname the gas man there for a few years. No, <laughs> a few months. It was horrible, but like, I could, like. That's embarrassing. You could, you could not that's fuck very... up more on a, a first. Gotta pay day. more attention. Yeah. And I guess there's a game that you won't win unless you're paying attention, and that's oh. who could it be now? All right. Don't be angry if you lose this one. Yeah. Better be a fucking sportsman. That's right. nightmare fuel, by the way. Or someone that's slit some throats. What? That whole story. That's just nightmare fuel for me. I'm yeah. always so planned and know exactly oh. what's going on. All right. Uh, I was born in Lansing, Michigan on April 10th, 1952. I'm a man. When I was five years old, I moved with my parents to Fullerton, California. My mother later told People magazine that prior to the move, I was frail and suffered from asthma. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nope. She said, he was a punky kid back then, but he really thrived after the move from Michigan. As a teen, I spent most of my time in the garage listening to loud rock music. However, it was while working with a friendly old Japanese man at a dojo in uh, in Garden Grove that he was encouraged to visit Japan. I moved to Japan in 1971, and by 1974, I had returned to California. That year, I met Mayako Futujuntine. I can't even say that fucking word. <laughs> Some Chinese guy. I mean, Japanese guy. Um, a second-degree oh. black belt and daughter of Osaka Akid- Akido, master who had come to Los Angeles. You right. have worked on the pronunciation before. The- I tried. I really did. And the same thing happened every time. I just looked like an idiot. All right. In uh, 1987, I began work on my first film, Above the Law. Following its success, I did three more movies called Hard to Kill, Marked for Death, and Out for Justice. All three were box office hits, making me an action hero. Nothing yet? Sylvester Stallone. No. I then achieved wider mainstream success in the 1992 movie Under Siege. I can't believe you guys don't. Tommy Lee Jones? No. Below are a list of movies that I've worked on. Hard to Kill, Mark for Death, Out of Justice, which we've already heard. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Oh, here we go. This is it. Executive Decision, The Glimmer Harrison Man. Harrison Ford. No. Fire Down Below, My Giant, The Patriot. Now, he hasn't acted in all these. He might have helped with some. Not Mel Gibson. No. So he might have helped that. with some karate moves, but he's acted in most of them. Bruce Lee. No. Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. Prince of Central Park, Exit Wounds, Ticker. Half Past Dead, The Foreigner, Out for a Kill, Belly of the Beast, Out of Reach, Clementine. What? Oh. I'm loving this. This is great. Um, a dangerous Man, Machete, uh, Sheep Impact, Born Sheep Impact. It's <laughs> called Sheep Impact. Machete. I think I know the guy, but I don't know the name. Born to Rise Hell. Max- Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, but you're very close. Come on, guys. Steven a- Seagal. Yes! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yes, he's got it. Well done. Well done. Pressure point. Pressure point. Pressure <laughs> I was going to drop Brendan Favola in there, but then I thought, no, nah, I'll leave it out. But yeah, that took a while. Well done. Well done. Oh. Did you have an idea and didn't know the name? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought was you were one of those action heroes. Because you were getting very close with the John Claude's and, and whatnot. Oh, well done, guys. That was a little bit of a marathon. It was. Something it was. that Rick and I will be doing next week that you won't be doing. I know. I was going to do one tonight, actually. Not a full, just a half. No big deal. You love your running. You're a running man. Yeah. Running man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sorry. Do you know the last thing before we get get um, going from this week's potty? Yeah. Something that really fucking grinds me is people who can't start a conversation without talking about the most stupid fucking thing in the world, which is the weather. Oh, man. It fucking annoys me. And it happens everywhere. But you walk into a shop or something like that, and the first thing the person wants to talk to you about, oh, yeah, it's a bit wet today, isn't it? What is no it? Fucking shit, Why can't mate? people get past the weather talk? You know what? It's, it's, it's laziness. What it is, it's the default conversation subject that everyone will accept as normal. Well, everyone experiences it, and that's the problem. It's horrible. It's like I have nothing else to say. Uh, sunny today, isn't it? Like it's yeah. that, that's what it is. Look, put it this yeah. way. Oh, geez, it's hot out there. It's like, uh, what gives that away, mate? Yeah. I'm in your air conditioned shop and I'm sweating fucking. Ima- imagine, if, imagine if someone said, "Oh, uh, 
you're wearing a black jumper today. Like that's literally what it is. Yeah, it's that. that it's, basic. it's that. And the thing is, I could be behind someone being served in a service station. A car could crash into the pumps, flip upside down, and catch on fire. And everyone should be going like, "Whoa, did you see that?" And then the person would just go, "You know, it's like a bit windy outside." They don't even bring that up. It's just all back to the weather. It's ridiculous. It's so annoying. I've got a thing where if I meet someone new, I will not talk about the weather because it's just this, just the worst thing. When you say you won't talk about it, do you mean if someone were to bring it up, you will ignore and change the subject? Yeah, he'll segue. That's what you do. Oh, you're good at the segue. Yeah, well, I'll, the, I'm more interested know to know yeah. what did you get up to today? Mm. Oh, I went and did this and I did that and I did this. That's more interesting. Not mm. saying, oh... Did you know that the sun's shining outside? We fucking no shit. Oh, mate. you know there's a cold front coming in, and, and you better like get a jumper oh, out. Clouds are grey. Must be some rain on the way. Get fucked. Yeah, boring. Very so boring. boring. What about this one? Good day for it. Oh no, that's one of those sayings that we should have brought up. Good eight. day for it. Pretty much means fuck. I hate you. Mm. In the other in the other direction. <laughs> oh, it's oh. There's so many. Go people. and get fucked. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right, moral, moral, moral of the story is: don't talk about the weather. Be, yeah. more, be more interesting as a human being. Yeah. Task for every listener this week is: if when you go into the next shop, don't talk about the weather ever. Talk about something different. You know, you know what? Maybe compliment something. On- Say something out of the ordinary that is fucking crazy and interesting. Watch this podcast and comment on our video what that was, and we will mention it. Yeah. Just just be better at life. Mm. Create something interesting and we'll bring it up, all right? Yeah, I love it. we've had enough of basic shit. All right, and that's us done for the week. All right, we'd better sign off. As always, guys, come find us on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok. Apple Podcasts. Instagram. It's all there. Facebook. There's heaps, there's heaps. Oh, yeah, we're everywhere. Jazz with Cats Podcast. See ya. See ya. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.